special way let me greet all of you in jesus mighty name amen we thank god so much for another moment that is presented in our midst to have this time to pray together and fellowship is by the grace of god especially in a time like this thank you jesus i don't want to to be wasteful of the time, the little time that we have. I want us to go to the word of God from the book of Acts. Acts chapter 19. I want us to go to the book of Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. Thank you, Lord. I'm just waiting for you to open up your Bible to the book of Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. Are we all there? Are we there? I'm going to read, read from this uh, version that I have here. The Bible says, And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coasts, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples he said unto them have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed and they said unto him we have not so much as had whether there be any Holy Ghost and he said unto them unto what then were you baptized and they said unto john's baptism then said paul john verily baptized with the baptism of repentance saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him and that is on christ jesus when they heard this they were baptized in the name of the lord jesus and when paul had laid his hands upon them the holy ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied and all the men were about 12 and he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. But when divers were hardened and believed not, but spake evil of that way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one tyrannous. And this continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and the Greeks. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons 
and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them then certain of the vagabond Jews exorcists took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus saying we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth and there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew and a chief of the priests which did so and the evil spirit answered and said Jesus I know and Paul I know but who are you and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded amen i want to talk about something that i believe i once passed by especially some months ago when i was talking about vagabonds there was a time when i entered and i recorded a message and i was talking about vagabonds during the time of the lockdown whenever probably you pass by inspired you you may know what i'm talking about Am I with you, Church of God? Am I with you, Church of God? Now, Acts chapter 19, it is very interesting because it is talking about the ministry of the apostles. In particular, it is talking about Paul, the apostle. I will get the message of God. And when he was separated at Corinth, with Apollos. The Bible says, Paul, he passed through the upper coasts and he went to a place that is called Ephesus. How would you get the church? And then he met disciples and then he asked them, have you received the Holy Spirit? And they said, we have not even heard of him. We have never heard of something as the Holy Spirit. I want to get the church of God. And then the word of God says, then he spoke about the manner, the kind of baptism that they received. What kind of a baptism did you receive? And they answered, we received the baptism of what? Of John. And the baptism of John was unto repentance. It was unto repentance. So Paul is saying to them, even John he spoke about the Lord Jesus Christ. Am I talking to people here? And then they were baptized now in the name of the Lord. And they received the Holy Spirit upon their lives. How would you get the church of God? I'm talking about disciples. And these are disciples who had repented. 
but their repentance it wasn't complete in the sense that they were not empowered by the Holy Spirit and making it people here. So it's possible for someone to be baptized according to the baptism of John and repent and then miss from the other side of the baptism and this one it is the baptism whereby you are supposed to be baptized in the name of the Lord and I tell you people here and I tell you people here the baptism of John it enables you to come out of sin because you are repenting and you are moving out of that dimension of sin but the baptism whereby you are baptized in the name of the Lord it enables you to come out of that dimension of weakness and enter into a spiritual dimension whereby you receive the Holy Spirit upon your life and then you become an empowered Christian an empowered believer and now it is it of God so you can see that there were disciples who were following Jesus but they were not empowered they were following Jesus they had repented but they were not empowered by the Holy Ghost because they had never had anything pertaining to the Holy Ghost and I told you people here and now with you what you have never heard of you never receive it thank you Jesus is it making sense if you have never heard of the Holy Spirit then there is never going to be a way for you to be able to receive the Holy Spirit because you have never heard of him am I talking to people here is it making sense so the disciples the word of God says they were what they were 12 of them then they received the Holy Spirit they were baptized in the name of the Lord and then immediately when Paul laid his hands upon them then they began to speak in other tongues they began to speak in other tongues Am I talking to people? Am I talking to people? So someone can repent and enter into the kingdom of God. But not entering into a dimension where he can walk in the power of the kingdom. Up until he knows how to receive the Lord also upon his life. Am I with you? I don't want you to miss me on this. And all the years these people, or all the time that they had of the Lord, they repented like you and me. But they didn't have the power of the kingdom. It's very, very possible to have believers who are not walking in the power of the faith. It's very, very possible. Are we together, Jesus of God? Are we together? So they received the Lord. And then Paul laid his hands on them. And then they were empowered by the Holy Spirit. 
and the evidence was the language they started to speak. This is the first evidence. Normally, of all the gifts, there is a time I remember talking and teaching people about spiritual gifts. And I said, the gift of tongues is the most vocal. Is the most vocal. When it comes, you begin to speak. Other gifts of the spirit, some of them, they are not as vocal as the gift of tongues. If they receive the gift of healing, but no one may know until you heal someone. But when you receive the Holy Spirit and you receive the gift of tongues, people will know because your language must change. Imagine people here. Your language must change. What must demonstrate to us that you have graduated from that dimension where you were walking according to the message that you received from John? Because John preached about baptism. And you have graduated to a level whereby you are now a partaker of the message of the Lord Jesus is your language. Am I talking to people here? Am I talking to people? I can begin to preach another message there. You begin to talk another language. They begin to speak another language. Diverse tongues came upon them and they began to speak in another language. Am I talking to people here? When you get to be empowered by the Holy Spirit, and it is the Holy Spirit, your language must change. Your language must change. Your language in your marriage must change. Your language in your finances must change. Imagine the people here. To know that there are people who are poor, but they are people who receive the message from John. They repented from sin, but they remain poor, and they need another message. The message I'm talking about is the message of the Lord. And when it comes, you must receive the Holy Spirit. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive the power of the living God upon your life. And you begin to operate in another dimension. And what must begin to reflect that the Holy Spirit is upon your life is the change in your language. is because they never changed the language of poverty. They never changed. You repented but you are still speaking that same language. You are a disciple. When you die, you are going to heaven. But the problem is you are not empowered. And I know many people here. And I know many people here. There are so many, many languages. I'm talking now. That this, when they received the Holy Spirit, they began to speak in a heavenly language. The language changed. And then the Bible says, Paul, he began to enter teaching people. 
people entering into arguments with many people, disputes. Are we together? Disputing pertaining to the gospel. And many people didn't receive and then he left. And he continued in that same manner for a long time arguing with people pertaining to the gospel. Up to a level whereby everyone who was in Asia heard about him, heard also about the Lord. Am I talking to people? Am I with you? Then the word of God is talking about a certain breed of people who are now appearing also on the scene. And the word of God is calling them vagabonds. Sons of one man who was called Skeven. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you show that? In Asia, there was a revival. Am I talking to people here? There was a what? A revival. And the revival, it was started by Paul and the other disciples. There was a revival. And God was demonstrating his power to a level whereby people will bring in kerchiefs and make those kerchiefs to be in contact with Paul. And the sick were getting healed. The sick were getting healed through the use of what? Of kerchiefs. Thank you, Jesus. Imagine the people here. Miracles. The Bible is saying strange miracles were taking place. Unique miracles. And I'm talking about a revival that was being spearheaded by what? By Paul. And then the Bible says, then Satan, Jews, vagabonds, Seven of them, sons of one man called Skiva. They also took it upon themselves to go against the demon possessed. Because the word of God says clearly that these men, they were exorcists. We all know an exorcist. The Bible says these men were what? Exorcists. Now, when you're given such a title, it means it's your profession. We cannot just wake up and call you a doctor. If you have never studied medicine, we cannot. And now this is your God. So these men, it was their profession. It was something that they used to do. Exorcism. And when we were talking about exorcism, these ones, they deal with spirits. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Exorcists, they deal with what? Spirits. 
These are not your ordinary spiritists, but they know how to use. Thank you, Jesus. They know how to use confidence. They know how to use spells. When they are addressing certain spirits. Are we together, Jesus of God? Seven of them. And they were sons of one man called what? Skeva. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the word of God is saying they took upon themselves to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus. But the word of God is saying that these men they were number one what? Vagabonds. Number two Jews. Number three, they were what? Exorcists. I want to show you something there. Exorcists, they use spells. And spells, these ones, we are talking about coded messages in the spirit. Whereby you speak certain things. And then spirits must respond. Spirits must respond. African day-to-day life, these ones you can call them dingangas. They've got their own ways of dealing with what? With spirits. But mostly what I like about the exorcists, when you try to study how they work, they use what are called spells. And spells, they are words that are spoken. Am I doing it before here? Am I talking to people? And when they operate exorcists, when they operate, they bind using oaths. An oath. And an oath is a commitment that you are applying using words. For example, when your president won the elections and they were swearing him into the office, he had to take an oath. You have to take it what? An oath. And you have to say, I will set the constitution of this country. Putting himself under the constitution of the what? Of the country. And that oath is what makes him to be the president. And I don't people here. And I don't people here. Okay, you can have a boyfriend. Let's say you are not married, you can have a boyfriend. But what makes you not to be married to that boyfriend is you have not taken an oath with this man. An oath that commits you into a marriage. So when we are talking about oath, we are talking about binding agreements that you make using your words. So these men, they were exorcists and they knew how to use these oath to deal with spirits. Am I talking to people? Am I talking to people? And the Bible says they took it upon themselves 
the name of the Lord Jesus. And when they addressed the demons, they said, we are coming against you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preached. Whom Paul what? Preached. And I'm saying, they are what? Exorcists. They are people who in the profession, they knew how to use a law. And I've already given you an example. Your president, when he's entering into an office, he is swearing that he is going to commit himself to save the constitution of the country. So his power is determined by the oath that he has committed himself against Imagine people here. An oath that is com committed and an oath it is reinforced by the constitution that he is swearing to serve under. Imagine people here. And these men, they are fighting people who are demon possessed. And they are coming against the demon possessed in the name of the Lord whom Paul preached. Not whom they preach, no, 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 no. <laughs> Number one, I'm, I'm just trying to show you the acts of the vagabonds. <laughs> Imagine many people here. We are talking about a dispensation where we are witnessing the acts of the apostles. And then there is another class of people who are called the vagabonds, also trying to do something into that in that kind of a dispensation. So I'm talking about the age of the vagabonds here. And not people. And they are saying, we are coming against you, evil spirit, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preached. And what is interesting is the word of God is saying, they said we adjure you. Thank you, Jesus. We adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preaches. I want you to, to take note. Sometimes when you are reading the word of God, it's very important to look into the language. Look into what? The language. These men, they are saying, we are what? We adjure you. And then they use the name of the Lord. Is it making sense? We are what? We adjure you by Jesus. Whom Paul preach. And when you look at it, this one is taken from a Greek, Greek word. The, 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 the word adjure there is being taken from a Greek word. I have got a strong dictionary. That's what I'm looking at right now. And it says... That name, Aja, that word, Aja, is taken from a Greek word, and that Greek word is Okizo. Okizo. It, and, and this name, Okizo, it means we swear. Again, it's a word that is implying the use of what? Of an oath. Yeah. Am I talking to people here? Amen. 
they are using a word in both. And already these men, they are exorcists. And I think that exorcists, they use both. both. They, 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 they use spells, they use both. Is it making sense? We are you. And it's meaning we swear to you. Or we are taking an oath against you in the name of. Am I talking to people here? Am I talking to people here? And if you look at it, the way these men are coming against the evil possessed man. They are coming against him in a legal environment. They are. Am I talking to people here? They are coming against that individual legally applying the name of Jesus against the evil spirit. We are you. We swear to you in the name of the Lord. Although we are taking this oath against you. So you can see that they are witnessing a name. Ah, they are acting like witnesses. Because if I am taking an oath against you, it means that I am taking upon myself to witness something that is imagine people here. So you can see that these people they are taking a witness. Because each and every time when you see a man of God casting out an evil spirit, they are doing so on the basis of being witnesses of Christ. And what is a witness? A witness is someone who has seen it happening. Imagine the way. That's why when we are dealing with evil spirits, we say, come out in the name of in the name. So when I say to an evil spirit, come out in the name of Jesus, I am saying to the evil spirit, I am commanding you to come out. And the basis through which I am commanding you to come out is because I am a witness of Jesus. So because I have seen what Jesus can do, I am standing as a what? As a witness. Imagine people here. And the Bible says the men they were what? Vagabonds. And then the word of God goes and speaks about their father. And I still remember teaching about vagabonds. And they said, the moment you are classified a vagabond, we cannot, we are not supposed to trace your father. Am I talking to people? Am I making sense to people? The moment King was made to become a vagabond, if you read the word of God from the book of Genesis chapter 4, he was cursed from the earth. Number one. Number two, he was disconnected from the lineage of Adam. That's why when you read Genesis chapter 5, and the word of God is talking about the sons of Adam, Cain is not mentioned. Never do the people here. 
vagabond, we must not be able to trace your father. Ah. <laughs> and I make this to people. The moment King was classified to become a vagabond, if you read the word of God clearly, looking for understanding in the book of Genesis, you understand what I'm talking about. King of the sons of Adam, King was not one of Adam's sons anymore. Is it making sense? Is it making sense? Why am I talking like this? Because Genesis chapter 5, it begins to talk about the genealogy of what? Of Adam. Even when you read the word of God in the New Testament, and then the genealogy of Jesus is analyzed, you don't have any, you don't hear anything to do with Cain. He's removed. So a vagabond is someone who is completely disconnected from a lineage. You don't have a spiritual lineage when you are a vagabond. Is it making sense? You don't have a connection spiritually to anybody if you are a vagabond. If people try to trace you, where you are coming from and you are a vagabond, they will not understand where you are coming from. Because you are a vagabond, they will start from you. So the Bible is saying there were seven sons of one man called Skiva. Thank you, Jesus. Their names are not mentioned. So when I look at it, how can one man have seven sons and all of them are vagabonds? How? And the Bible clearly says that this man called Skiva, he was chief of the priests. He was a chief priest. He was a chief priest. But he had seven sons. The seven sons are what? Vagabonds. I want to show you something there. Sometimes names also they have something to do with identities. When you look into names in the word of God, mostly try to also understand what those names mean. And the name giver, it means left. Somebody who is left-handed or somebody who is on the left side. And the word of God is saying he was also chief of the what? Of the priests. So it means normally when you try to dress again, thank you Jesus, you would understand that this man, Skiva, he was a vagabond himself. He was a vagabond himself. Why am I saying this? Again, let's go to the location of everything. Everything that is happening here, it's happening in Ephesus. And Ephesus is in Turkey, it's not in Israel. And the man Skeva, he is going to be chief of the priests of the Jews. But now, the location is important. The moment, let's say it's a group right now, you go and fellowship in a tavern. 
and then you go with a group of the other guys in the church there you are in the tavern you are drinking or you are yes you are drinking in the tavern <laughs> is it making sense? sense the moment you are in the tavern Tina when we begin to analyze you because people know someone who goes to church they cannot say that we saw people from royal kingdom members in the church in the bar you are missing the why am I saying this because the place that you are confining yourself already it is changing everything about you, everything about your identity. So the moment you are in a tavern and you are drinking there, we can no longer call you a Christian and a believer there, and a son of royal kingdom embassy. That would be an error. Amen. And, and these men, they are in Ephesus, and their father is a chief of. He is a what? A chief of the Jews. But he is in Ephesus. There is an error that I'm trying to show you. Imagine it before you. And we look closer. Why? Again, this man can be called a vagabond. Look again. And what is happening? There is Paul. And then there is this man. Because you could not be a chief of the priest if you were not connected to the Levitical blood. You could not be classified as a priest. So this man, his bloodline allowed him to be called a priest. Am I talking to people here? Am I talking to people here? But here is Paul preaching the gospel of Christ. And when you want to understand the origins of people called vagabond, they started with Cain killing his brother Abel. And when you look into what happened to Jesus, it also started with priests fighting against Christ and eventually he was killed. Already I'm missing something. And then this is the people here. And then Jesus people here. So there is no way this man was a chief priest. There's no way this man was a believer. He was not a believer. They were actually the people who crucified Christ. And I say that if you are not your brother's keeper, then you are exactly like king. And when you are exactly like king, you become what I call a what? An impious seed. A person who doesn't respect God. But your respect with God, it starts with your respect with other people around you. You cannot come here and say you respect God. Yet you don't respect someone who is close to you. How are you going to respect God whom you have never seen, yet you cannot respect someone whom you are seeing on a daily basis? So the envious, it starts whereby you lose your respect of other people and then you eventually begin also to lose your respect towards God. That's why when Cain killed 
God, when he asked him, where is your brother? He said, I am I my brother's keeper. He answered God in a very, very disrespectful manner. And not even people here. And then he was confined to become a vagabond. So I say, Skeba himself, this man, he was a vagabond himself. He was the originator of the class of this kind of a seed that we are seeing from his seven sons. And when you look at it closer, you may understand that this man, they were not actually, you may, you may come to a place where you see that these men, they were not actually biologically connected anyhow to this man. Because the word son, it can be used differently in the scriptures. It can mean that these people, they were disciples of this man. Am I talking to people? Am I talking to people here? And they are exorcists, all of them. Am I talking to people here? So, they began to trade into a territory that they were not allowed to. They started to cast out demons. Am I talking to people here? Do you know that when now you can be able to know exactly who you are? Especially, let me try to, to simplify this. How many times have you addressed spirits and the results, the results were so bad? I'm trying to show you something there. How many times you go to church, you say you're a believer. And then there is a demon that you know that this demon is. Isn't every time when you sleep, you know that this demon is going to come? It can be a spiritual husband, it can be a spiritual wife, it can be another kind of a demon. You know that I'm in trouble each and every time when I sleep. And then you wake up and you say, I command you in the name of Jesus not to come back into my dream. And then the next time, the next day, you are again in trouble. What is happening? Why is it that you are using the name without results? Do you know that you can be exactly as these seven sons of Skiva? Vagabonds. And I don't people here. Because Demons, when they are commanded, what works is your authority. And not only your authority, but also the oath through which you are connected. Are you authorized to use that oath against the spirit? Are you authorized? Imagine many people here. Already you can see what I'm talking about when I'm saying the acts of the vagabonds. You wake up, you pray. I don't want to see this demon anymore in my dreams and then tomorrow it comes. To 
tomorrow it comes today. <laughs> we can see the end of the vagabonds. Imagine the people here. Imagine Jesus. Because some of you, some of you, let me be just explicit. Let me just be open. Some of you, you are not connected anywhere to any spiritual source. You are not. Some of you, in the spirit, you are like a vagabond. And when you are talking about a vagabond, a vagabond, he cannot be traced. There cannot be any father connected. Do you know that there are some people who come to this church? If we hear that something happens and then people say, you know what, there is a man that has been involved in this and this and this and he's a member of your ministry. Do you know that I can say, I don't know that man. into the church. There are some people, even if you see them coming into the church, you know this is a vagabond. There are many people here. People of no fixed apart. You know that even whatever, even, even if I preach for 24 hours, these people, nothing will enter into their system. No. Imagine the people here. You know, they actually do what we call vacillating. And someone who vacillates is someone who drifts as a wave. You know, a wave. If you go right now to the ocean, the waves, they, they are moving, they are tossing to and fro, to and fro. And there are people like that even in this church. You vacillate, you are moving to and fro. To and fro. In your spiritual life, you are not anchored in one place. You are not. Right now, if a Mazibaba says something in your family, you believe. If Emazibaba right now, if your grandmother goes to Emazibaba in Zimbabwe and then tells you, because you, you know what, Mazibaba said that the problem that we have in the family, it needs you to buy a goat. You contribute. You say, ah, let's solve this problem. And if I come to you and I tell you, you need to fast three days, three nights. You, you, you begin to question, ah, but Mazibaba said we must just buy a court. There is a conflict. Because you don't have a connection. Imagine with the people here. And the reason why that thing that Mazibaba says doesn't work, also there are certain things that we say that we believe in. That conflict with what that Mazibaba also says. I know I'm, I'm, I'm really, today I'm, I know I'm Touching exactly your spirit. People who vacillate, they're driven to and fro, to and fro. They go in the direction of the wind. If you ask yourself right now, even the reason why the majority, the majority of people are not here, why? It's because they vacillate. They are chasing the wind right now. Where is the wind blowing? 
the wind is blowing towards money. Every individual say we cannot go to church. Let's go after money. People who vacillate, they are not anchored. Those same people, if there is a demon, they cannot cast it out. Imagine the people here. That demon possessed men, he asked these seven men, you know what? Jesus, you are talking about, I know. And when you try to analyze the devil, they are saying, we acknowledge Jesus. And then they went on and they said, again, we acknowledge Paul. But who? Who are you? Because you have got an identity problem. You have got an identity problem. Imagine the people here. <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to put across here? It's like a father having a son and he's not sure if this is this one my son. If he goes for a DNA test, he, 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 he knows that I can be surprised. <laughs> it might make any sense. It might make any sense. It might make any sense. Your DNA is a believer. He's not so sure. Even God himself is not sure who, who exactly, who exactly is the father. Because when now you vacillate, you're a vagabond. But you hear that there is a revival. Who is pulling out demons and they are coming out? And you think, ah, today let's, let's put aside our profession. Let's use this name. And then the devils are saying, we know Paul. And when you read Genesis chapter 4, verse 15, and the Bible is talking about the encounter between Cain and God. Do you know what the Lord said to Cain? He said, I am putting a mark upon you. And if anyone touches you, then vengeance is going to be sevenfold upon that person. He was given a mark and an instruction that people must not touch you. Because anyone who is going to try, try to touch you, they are going to be in a sevenfold manifested problem than what you are right now. Why? Do you know that vagabonds are untouchable? It might make sense. It might make sense. It's, it's from the book of Genesis that I'm trying to show something there. God is putting a what? A mark upon this man And God is saying, no man, this mark is supposed to be evidence that you are a vagabond. And when people see this evidence, they must not touch you. Because they must know that if they touch you, they are going to be in a trouble that is like sevenfold more than the trouble that you are in. So the mark is just there to show other people that this one don't touch this one. That's why even if we know that you are a vagabond, we, we cannot push you away from, from here. You are untouchable. 
<laughs> we cannot chase you away. To today we hear that you are in Royal Kingdom Embassy. Tomorrow we hear that you are in faith ministries. Tomorrow you are in Catholic. Tomorrow you are in the open, you are in Apostle Report Agreements. And then we know you. We, when you come here, we know you. We just leave you like that. We just let you be. But we know that you are a vagabond. <laughs> and that makes sense. And if God will say, I'm putting a mark on this man. People, don't touch this one. And then no one touched them. No one touched them. Do you think that Adam was happy to, to lose his son? Do you think he was happy? He could have killed King. If that, if that mark was not put, he could have revenged. Even the blood of what of Abel, it was crying for revenge. He wanted revenge. But God said, don't revenge this one. And then he says, and now we are in the book of Acts now. And the same man, they are saying, we are coming against you evil spirit. We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preach. And then the demon started a conversation. You know what? Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. But we know. who are you? That's why when sometimes you start a business, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Because you are, you are, you are, you are someone who vacillates. Do you understand what I'm trying to put across here? Do you understand what I'm trying to You business people, do you understand what I'm trying to People who vacillate. People cannot understand your area. People cannot understand your area. What is your area in that business? in that area. You start something and you start it in the name of other people and you fail. How many times have you been have you have you, have you, have you copied other people? I'm talking about you business people. You saw this one selling perfume. You also went and you bought perfume. Then the customers, they say, it's no, we know. And this one, we know. But we know, who are you? In this business. And imagine us. We are not known. Am I talking to people? I'm trying to show you something. Am I making sense to people here? You have no identity. Do you know that there are certain people who can enter into a business and they make an identity for themselves in that business? Whenever someone is looking for something, he may see someone holding it and then he will ignore and he wait for you to call you because they say, Jesus, we know. The Paul, we also know. But this one, we don't know him. Let him go. Because you've asked less. 
tomorrow they are selling sugar cane and then when the customer desires sugar cane and then he's waiting for you tomorrow <laughs> you, 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 you don't have it that's why most of you you don't make it you vacillate you live in area today we are seeing you selling archer tomorrow I've got appetite there is a customer who saw you with that archer is looking for it you don't have it you've got cobra <laughs> and then you lose a customer Vacillate. Everything that you do, we say, Google try and try and just try and try and try. We just try everything. Try this, we stop, we try this, we are vulnerable in another way. That's why we've got problems in the church. Look at your mentality, you are not stable in your activities. You're not. We know Jesus. We know Paul. But when who are you? You don't have an identity. Devils, when they look at you, they cannot call you a Christian. Because today you are in church, tomorrow you are in a tavern. Tomorrow you are in a corner, tomorrow you are in this other place. And in the realm of the spirit, you say, you know what? I have seen Prophet Martin casting out a demon. Let me cast this one out. And then the demon comes again tomorrow in your dreams. You know what? That man, I know him. Jesus again, I know him. But you, who are you? To say, I must go. Is it medicine? I'm talking about, you know, each and everything that you do, especially. They can be a vagabond and then people will never know about it, especially if we don't involve any spiritual activity, any spiritual thing. But the moment you try to spiritualize things and you are a vagabond, you are in serious trouble. You begin to see certain acts now following you, acts of failure and humiliation. Whatever you do, you are humiliated. Imagine the people here. Whatever you try, you you fail this money. You are someone who is not anchored in one place. Is it like Jesus? We know Jesus. And we know Paul. Because Paul, when he's casting out demons, he is casting in the name of Jesus. And when you are using the name of Jesus, you are acting as a witness. And a witness is somebody who possesses a first hand account of events. You know that Jesus has dealt, he has dealt with this kind of a situation. I've seen it before. Amen. Some of the problems that you are facing right now is because of your standing. You are failing to defeat the challenge because you are not rooted in anything. You are either an impostor, a Pentecostal, a Catholic, you are everything in one place. And the Vagabonds, they were not supposed to be touched. But this man was beaten. These men were beaten seriously by a demon possessed man. 
matters pertaining to the gospel they can be traced to a certain root there must be a root there must be a root whether if people trace you do you know that there are some people pastor that you know that everything they know it's you who taught them everything they know you know that they, uh, it's me who taught them but when they stand in the spirit they stand again under another identity you miss this one and for you there are certain people that every detail of information that they have and that detail if they apply it spiritually it's because they were taught by someone else but when they appear on the dimension of enforcement they do not acknowledge who gave them the empowerment who gave them the information who gave them the knowledge they submit everywhere there was a time in this church I was so much into helping people chasing out demons and doing things then I started to investigate because there's the, 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 there are certain demons which don't go but when, now when you cast it in the church it goes tomorrow if you want to cast out the demon again in that same person it is there why? Why? It's because they are getting deliverance. If you are just somebody, they think you are an exorcist. You are just there to, to push out that problem away from them. But they don't acknowledge. Because what you don't understand is that authority, ladies and gentlemen, there is something that is called authority. And authority, it comes according to whom you acknowledge. Imagine the people here. There is a certain level of authority that you can walk with because you've got money. And if we see you doing things, we know that what is giving you authority is because of your pocket. It's money behind that authority. But when that money goes, you begin to move in another authority in that time the authority becomes poverty imagine there's another level of authority that comes upon your life because people they've conferred an identity a title upon you imagine people here let's say we give you a, a title here in the church and tomorrow people see you doing things in the church they will know that you are authorized because of the title that you got in the church. Amen with the people here. Amen the Jesus. So when you are casting out a demon, it works again in the same orders, in the same lines. And what you don't understand is that demons, they are so loyal. Demons are so loyal. That's why God, when he said to Cain, do not touch this one, you are serious. Okay. You are serious. But he said, no, no, no man must touch you. No man must what? <laughs> but he didn't say spirits. 
you say amen. Amen to you people. So Tina, we, we, we can see you as a vagabond. We just need you like that because we are men. But spirits now, when they see you, they will revenge. Amen to Jesus. Because whatever you are trying to push so that it can obey you, it stresses your level of obedience first before it can obey you. Amen to the people. Whatever that you try to deal with spiritually, it shakes your graph of obedience first before it can obey you. That's why this demon is saying, Jesus we know, Paul we know, but who are you? Who are you? Jesus we acknowledge him, Paul we acknowledge him, but we know who are you? The demon is trying to say, we know that Paul he is obedient to Jesus. And we know that Jesus is the master. But you, you are a son of Scepha. And we know that you don't follow along these lines. So whose authority are you trying to use now? Amen, Jesus. I tried to help people. There was a time I was fasting those, those days. Fasting, fasting. And then I was trying to help someone. The person was in need. So God gave me an instruction. He said, pray for the oil. Then, during my three days and nights of fasting, I'm praying for that oil of that person. And I gave that person. That person is in what? In a problem. I said, buy your own oil. Because if I give you my own oil, you think that I am using multi against you. So bring your own. They bring it. I pray over it. After three days and nights of serious prayer and fasting, I know that if I give this oil to anybody right now, results will take place. That person goes to another man of God. He says, I've been given this oil by the man of God. So what do you think? And then the man of God says, there is another oil that is already there. Why can you just not continue using that one? And then they continued using this one, but this one, it was still made for them. <laughs> it might make sense. It might make sense. You know that I am talking to someone, but behind that person, there is another person again. That's why I'm talking about vagabonds here. And each and every time you try to bring that person into a dimensional solution, you know that they will go and debate what you are trying to help them with. I'm talking about people what who vacillate. That's why these days sometimes when people come for for help to me, now I know people. I know people who vacillate, and I know I will not go for three days again fasting. And, and, and I know this one is a vagabond. I will not. I'll check your level of connection first. If you really come, was that person when that person came, they were in need of a, of a solution and they thought I, I must help. And God gave me an instruction. But right now, I'll check your level of connection first. 
When some of you, you are like a radio that is connected on shortwave. You can enter, find yourself in a channel broadcasting from Mozambique right now, anywhere in South Africa. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? Your presence in a place doesn't make you to be connected to the frequency in the place. You need to be coming to royalty in the membership. That's the difference between me and the other prophets that are around. Myself, I'm so sensitive. When I, when I see people, I try to connect with people. But if I fail to connect with people, I'm discouraged. Amen, Jesus. Where is it? We are rooted. Because some of you still have stones. Still have them. Strings. You have them. If the children could complain, they would, they would announce it. You know what? We are tired you know, of strings. But you come to a Pentecostal setup. And when you have a problem, you go to a Sangoma. They give you a charm, a string, with colors. You tie it on the waist of that baby. And I'm talking people here. I'm talking about people who have got another background showing up in another place of hell. And then when you do that spiritually, you don't have, you don't have, you don't receive any help. And that makes sense. sense. People who vacillate. And the problem with people who vacillate, woman of God, is that they want you to do exactly what they saw happening in that place where they normally also go. If the man of God they use is he wears a big gown, a nice gown. They also want to see you wearing it. When you when you use a certain approach, they want you to use that approach from that man of God. Ah, and that makes sense to people. How many times have you connected yourself on social media and you said to a man of God preaching on Facebook, I receive. And nothing will receive nothing and receive wind in your life. Receive nothing. Because after watching that man of God in that, you look for another one again. You look for Apostle Chuenda. After listening to Apostle Chuenda, he's blasting Prophet Magandio. After that message, you go and listen to Prophet Magandio. And when Prophet Magadiwa is saying, I receive, you receive. When Apostle Chiwenga is saying, you receive, you receive. You receive wind. And then he says, you must be rooted. I'm, I'm just saying this because I've seen this happening a lot with people. I've seen it happening a lot with people. You can be almighty this show, almighty this blasting every man of God. You are happy about it. <laughs> and then from there you go to church and you say you receive. What do you receive? <laughs> what do you receive? <laughs> Am I making sense? 
Amen making sense. Amen making sense. You are like a wave. When the wind is going there, you go. And when the wind changes direction, you change also direction. All your life, you don't make any step, any progress. You are just like going there, going there. No progress. You vacillate. Am I to leave people here? Am I making sense? And the problem now, whenever you want to see that you're a vagabond, address a spiritual problem. If you want to check your level, <laughs> address the demon and you are vagabond. That demon is not like us. Sometimes denies men of God, we can know that this one is an opposition party in the same church. We leave you like that. But a devil, it will take revenge. Amen, Jesus. In vagabonds, they already have the mark of the beast upon them, but even demons, they don't know them. Amen, Jesus. Because when if you are a vagabond, already you are, you don't need to be afraid of the sheep and what, what, and the mark of the beast. You don't need to be afraid of that because already you have it. Amen, Jesus. If you are a vagabond, Ah, I know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. You are a vagabond. Already, there is no need for us to talk about the mark of the beast. You have it. Already. Already you have it. That thing that makes you to be there and there and there. That's the mark of the beast that we are talking about. That you have. You have it. Imagine people. But yeah, now they go to challenge a spirit. And already they are already in the kingdom of the dead, of the devil already. But demons they say, we, we don't know you. Jesus, we know you. In your kingdom of darkness, you are not even known. Because the Bible is talking about what happens, they say. They are not of God. If you don't like your brother, you are not of God. Don't like yourself. That's what the Bible says. We are just like king. Imagine many people here. So if you are not of God, the Bible is saying you belong to the devil. But here you are. You are in prayer. You are trying to address a demon. And the demon is saying, I don't know you. Who are you in this one? Vagabonds. Because vagabonds, the mystery of vagabonds is that they cannot be traced to any father. <laughs> they are disconnected from God the Father, and automatically it means that their father is the what? Is the devil. But also in the kingdom of the devil, they are not known. The devil says, These ones are not my sons. If he goes for a day, they taste the devil will reject you. He says, You are not my son. I don't know you. And God is saying, I don't know you. You belong to the devil. Am I making sense? Am I, am I helping you? You fascinate. You're there. You're there. You're there. You're there. You're there. You're there. Is it making sense? And then they were punished. They were beaten by the devils. By the demon. Imagine seven men, they were beaten by one man. In all of them, they were meant to be naked by one man. It doesn't matter you make... I've seen vagabonds making a prayer group. 
There was a time we had a group of vagabonds in the church and they made a prayer group in the church. They were praying, they were praying without results. You can be a group of vagabonds and you, we, we, you, you ask for the keys of this place, we give you. Come and pray. And you pray. You gather together trying to address a spirit. You only have results. The spirit of the vagabonds. It makes you to become an unknown entity. <laughs> Even demons, they don't know you. Angels, they don't know you. God doesn't know you. The devil says, He doesn't know you. Where do you belong now? That's the question. So you need to begin to reorient your life. Each and every time you try to go spiritual, you lose. How many times have you tried to go spiritual and you lose? How many times? Spiritual husband, you lose. Spiritual wife, you lose. Spirit of poverty, you lose. Spirit of lessness, you lose. Spirit of prayerlessness, you lose. Every spirit you try to address, you lose. It starts by your identity. Who are you? Demons, they were asking this man, who are you? We know, we know Jesus, we know Paul. But you, it's about you. Who are you? Because you, whenever you are engaging the name of Jesus, you are operating under oath. You are operating as a witness. And a witness has seen it happening. I've seen Jesus casting out legions of demons. So if I face a demon, I come and I say, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I command you in the name of Jesus to come out. I am saying to the demon, I am a witness. I have seen this name chasing legions. So your number is small. Come out of this person. They must go. Because of your witness, each and everything that you use, you only try to use the name of Jesus, you are. Working as a witness. You are functioning, you are operating as a witness in that name. But the problem that we have right now, the name doesn't even know you. This is the reason why you pray in the name of Jesus and then you don't see results. We are not spiritual, you are not carnal. You are, you are in between. You are vacillating. And I don't need people here. You need to begin to correct your standing. Correct your standing. Check your roots. Check your roots. There was a time when we were dealing with demons a long time ago. Then 
we encountered a very stubborn demon that was possessing a, a, a certain girl. She was so bright, that girl. So, we prayed for her deliverance. She manifested, the demons would go. But she had many demons, that lady. You know, there was a time now she was in a critical dimension of her life. Because her education, it was being paid for by someone in the United States of America. And then there came a time where she wanted now to go to an university and then those people, they shut, they stopped the finances. And the father was so convinced, you know what? This lady must be financed by these people they paid for education from from the elementary stages. How can they just stop right now because this child is about to go to university? And the father was so convinced this thing is spiritual. So he came to us and then what I did, the lady couldn't write any more letters. So I, I wrote the letter on her behalf to those people. And after that, we prayed for a deliverance. And then demons manifested. Three kinds of demons manifesting. Snakes, maimets, all those kinds of demons manifesting one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. Up until we were not dealing with the stubborn one. And then we were casting that spirit in a group. There was, we were like a group of servants of God. And then they were going, they were going, they were going. Then, when we were dealing with one of them, this devil now, it was an authority now. It said, Who are you casting me? Who are you to, 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 to cast me out? The other ones will say fire. There are devils who will you say fire, 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 and then they will go. And then there are others who know authority, they know exactly where they stand. When you say fire, then they say, who are you? Are you the fire brigade or are you the ones to start the fire? Who are you? They want to know your authority. So we started to, myself now in that situation, I, I, I went down and I, 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 I seated. Because now, this demonic wants to know I take it is now. Who are you? So, we cannot all of us say, my name is Prophet Martin and this one is saying, uh, this one am I. doesn't work like that. You have to be organized. So I sit, I, take, I took my seat, I seated. And then one of the men of God started to deal with that demon. The devil is saying, who are you? This, this man is saying, I come to you in the name of Jesus. The, the devil is saying, who are you? I don't care about Jesus. Who are you? Then the next thing, the man, he, 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 he submitted elsewhere. He was paying tithes elsewhere. He was committed to a certain man of God elsewhere. A powerful man of God. So he said, it's better for me to use this man now. So he said, I'm the son of this man. Then the demon said, yes, I know that man. But you, who are you? As a man, I know him, but you. 
tell you something there. Let me know When you submit, because some of you, you submit somewhere and then you, you invite the name of your spiritual father and you're trying to deal with a problem because that problem is too big for you right now. So you call the spiritual father. The spiritual father is known. But your connection, you had the connection. There is no connection there. You submit that, but you are not known. Even the spiritual father doesn't know you. So the demon say, I know that man. But you. You. Who are you? And now we realize, ah, we will sleep here. We sleep here. We will not deal with this one. In this way. So, the man, he surrendered. He said, ah, take over. So when I went there, I said, I am giving you seconds to go. Go. And the devil said, who are you? I said, no, I am commanding you to go in the name of Jesus. I said, no, 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 who are you? I said, my name is Martin Siziba. And I'm standing in the authority of the living God right now. And I'm commanding you to go. And that demon, it slept on the floor. It come out of that person. And from that day, I learned a certain lesson there. I learned a certain lesson there. It's not everywhere you, you, you use the name of your spiritual father. It's not everywhere. Some of you, the problem is that the man you call a spiritual father don't even have his phone number. You don't have it. And when devils begin to beat you up, our phone numbers now are the close ones. Now you, you, you rush for us now. But you pay your time there to that man. And when you are in a problem, you don't have to even his phone number. But you say, ah, that man is my man of God. That man, I, and his spiritual daughter, his spiritual son. And, <clears throat> you are now in trouble. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to laugh. You are now in trouble. You don't have the men on. You submit to, to Prophet TV Joshua in Nigeria. It's good. It's not bad. But you don't even need his number. And right now you are in a trouble, right now in a problem. You try to use your authority, it doesn't work. You use his authority. It doesn't work again because the devils, they know him, but they don't want anything to do about that. They want to know who you are. And then our phone numbers are the closest. Amen to the people. Because the mentality with vagabonds, woman of God, the mentality of vagabonds is that they want to use. Do you know that there are people who, myself, I know those people when they appear, especially in Paris, I know that they want me to help them. They only appear when they, when they, when they want you to help them. After you help them, they disappear like they never appeared. <laughs> And I make it say stupid for you. They appear. And when they appear, I don't know who gave them my number because they will, they will bother you until you help them. And you know, as a man of God, you know that there are some people, if you help them, you know that I'm helping them from here to there. You know. 
that after three weeks they will come back again. But they have got a problem. When we help them, they, they break the bridge. They break the bridge. There's some people we, we prayed for even in this ministry to make money in this ministry. They, they went out and made money, serious money. They never paid an offering in this church, not even a tithe. And right now they are broke, they come back again to the same ministry. When they have money, they are receiving on social media from another man of God. Yeah. I receive, I receive, and they are receiving air. And, 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 and the air, it, 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 it moves everything now. And they are broke. They come back again. Men of God, pray for me. I don't have opportunities these days. What happened in the beginning when I prayed for you? For that opportunity. And I don't need people here. I'm talking about vagabonds. And mostly, when you help a vagabond, you know that this one, the help is temporal. It's not permanent. Again, it doesn't work that you will help a vagabond permanently. It, it will always be temporal. They will always come back. Amen. Maybe it's a be real. But they don't want to be connected. They only want to help. They don't want to be connected. And each and every time when they've got a problem, they'll call you. And when they don't have a problem, they are somewhere else. Am I talking to people here? What I'm trying to, to show you here is, as servants of God, we are not foolish also. We don't want to be used. There's no man of God who, who wants to be used by people. Because there are people who have got a mentality of using other people. Vagabonds. You want to use the name of Jesus. They were exorcists, woman of God. And exorcists, they make profit from what they do. Yeah. So now they see an opportunity to make money. And they try to use the name of Jesus. And then the devil saying, yes, we know Jesus. Yes, we know Paul. But we know who are you? And then we need people here. There are people like that. Whenever there is prophet, they want a man of God. Pray for me. I'm going to an interview. How many people have we prayed for in this church? We're going for interviews. We're looking for jobs. After praying for them, they never tightened any cent. We can be in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a tight financial situation and then they are spending their money elsewhere. And I know as a man of God that it will finish. That job will, will stop one day. And they don't have the numbers of the other spiritual fathers. They say they are spiritual fathers. They will come back again to you. Man of God, help me. I'm talking about vagabonds. Because vagabonds will never prevail in a spiritual setup. I'm done preaching. Thank you, Jesus. You're not talking to people here. People who vacillate. You can get a job and then you know that you will never produce anything from that job. Because yourself you are a vagabond. Is it making sense? Because the secrets of progress, even money, 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 it works where there is submission also. You don't get what I'm trying to say here. Do you know, money submits. Money. Money submits. And where is your money submitting? 
is your money submitting? If your money submits more to problems, then you are assured that you always have problems. Because that's where your money submits. If you've got money, I've got this problem, I've got that problem, I've got that problem. So that's where your money submits. So each and every cent that will come into your life, it goes there. Because that's where it submits. Am I trying to, am I, am I helping you here? There are some people, if you make money, there is always a problem. That's why your money submits problems. Am I talking to people? And tithe is just a principle. And when you follow that principle, it's a, it's a, it's a sign that your money is submitting there in the kingdom of God. It's a sign that your money is submitting in the kingdom of God. So when you have got problems, you have your past helping you to come out of that problem. Amen. Amen. Can I make it to someone this place? I was talking to the man of God, Pastor Joel, last week, and I said to, to the man of God, man of God, your problem is one. Sometimes you try to to correct certain issues with people who don't tithe in the church. Let me just pass over this one. Amen. Amen. People who don't tithe. Let's say you, 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 you decide let's do this thing for the men of God. And then you are having a meeting with people who don't tithe. That thing will not work. Why? Because that thing that they are trying to do, it can be bigger than their tithe. But it's too painful for them to tithe. So how can they do more? How can they become faithful in more if they cannot be faithful in small things? And when you do something collectively with people who do not tithe, know for certain that their money there into tithe somewhere, somehow. it submits elsewhere. So, where that money submits, there's going to be a challenge that is going to demand, that go, that's going to place a demand. Are, are, are you getting what I'm trying to say? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Let's say you tithe. You, your tithe is, is, is 200 grand. Then you say, I want to do a man of God, something that is worth 2,000. And then you don't tithe. You have never tithed. You've never paid tithe at all. So, Mina, I'm not a fool. I will ask you, how can you do something that is worth 2,000 if you have never done something that is worth 200? Because the 200 is a pain in your in yourself. So, the 2,000, is it going to it isn't going to come out? I don't sit in useless meetings myself these days with people. You just let check where they submit. Yes. And then if you know, even if they say something that is useful, because people who don't die, they have got nice ideas, always. Because they know that their money will never go there. Amen. 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 
You make a conference of ideas. They will tell you, we will do this, we will do that, we will do that. They know that, you know, my money is never going to be there. They know. Amen. Make sense. So, because these people, they are thieves, eh? because if you are tithing, the word of God says, you steal from me. And when you make a gathering now with these people, you are planning something with thieves. You are planning with thieves. So, yeah, when they hear those figures, they, they are thinking, how can I make this one be, to become my project? How can I make profit out of this one? Because they are thieves. Am I talking to people here? <laughs> Am I making sense? People who vacillate, vagabonds. That's why when we were buying our PA system, there was a time when we stopped announcing anything. We just devised a strategy. We said, ah, these ones, they don't tithe. Okay. Lend them some money. Let them borrow from us. But when they return, let them return with interest. Let them return with interest. And then they were so happy. They'll come and borrow 2,000. And when they return, they return 2.5. And we are happy. We know that this was now a tithing. They are now paying more than the tithe. Instead of 200, now we are paying 500. <laughs> here. Most of you, you pay your tithe to these people. They go, you go, Mamachonisa, and all these people. You, you pay your tithe there. Your money will never be enough. Each and every money you borrow, each and every month you borrow. And then you pay interest there. Tithe there. That's where your money submits. That's how we bought that into that PA system, woman of God. Because we realize that if we say PA system, PA system, some people will slide. It'll be a big slide. So you say, okay, give them money. That one you raise, give it to them. They, those are the people who bought that PA system. Stingy people. <laughs> and I told you to people. <laughs> Those are the people who bought that peer system. But if we say who bought that peer system, they cannot raise their hands there. They cannot. Because what they contributed was interest. It was a payment. They paid for the money that they received. It was like that, simple like that. How are you rooted? Where are you rooted? Correct your roots. Am I talking to people here? Some of you right now, even where you come from, they cannot say you are their child right now. They've forgotten about you. They've forgotten about you right now. And there are certain demons which operate simply because on that basis, when you are forgotten, then those demons say, no, now we can take a revenge. I know some people, when they left Zimbabwe, Right now, it's more than 20 years. They are here in South Africa. They've never crossed the border back to Zimbabwe. The parents started texting messages using their own airtime. How are you, my son? How are you? If they don't check, there's nothing. And now the parents say, ah, 
I don't know, those ones, who, they are no longer our sons and daughters. They cut you off. And each and every spiritual challenge you face, you don't have a covering. Because, let me you people here. Because even your mother covers you somewhere, somehow. Your father, your biological father, he covers, he doesn't like what bad things to happen to you. But when the covering is withdrawn, you always find yourself in, you know, each and every time when you are cleaning in that house of your boss, you break things. And all that boss says, each and everything that you break, you pipe. You pipe. Because there is a wave of bad luck that follows you. When you touch this vessel in, in the house of your boss, you break it. Ah, that boss now doesn't complain. He says, each and everything you, you break it back. Right? I want you, I cannot fire you, I like you. You're a good worker. But when you break anything, you bite. And I don't people here. I'm talking about spirits revenging you. When you want something like you, it's like you don't have a grip in your hands and then things fall down and break. Spiritual revenge. Because when are you not rooted? Where are you rooted? If you are not rooted, there are going to be results. Vagabonds, they also have got the works of the vagabonds. And the works of the vagabonds, they are always failure. You see other people like Paul getting a very, very big revival. And you try to start something, you don't, you don't, you don't succeed. You don't succeed. Because your allegiance, it is not known. Where you belong, it's not known. You're in a known entity in the spirit. The devil doesn't know you. God himself, he doesn't know you. Your identity is compromised. Who are you? Imagine the people here. You know what? The conversation is started nicely. The devil possessed men. He was not violent at all in the beginning. He was talking to this man. You know what, gentlemen? You are talking about Jesus. I know him. You are talking about Paul. I know him. But you, who are you? And the reason why these men were beaten by that demon possessed man, it is because they couldn't answer him. Because in the scriptures, there is no way these people answer this man. There is no way you hear that they explained their identity to the men. To say, ah, we are the sons of Sceva and we belong in so, so, so. Never. They couldn't. There are certain places that you can appear and you cannot offer an explanation. You cannot identify yourself. You cannot. You know it. When money asks you who are you, you cannot. You cannot say my name is Linda. You cannot. And then money takes revenge on you. When your problem is you are not rooted anyway. You are not connected anyway. And even the people that you think you are connected to, you are not. How can you be connected to a person when you don't have even his phone number? Foolish people. Amen, Jesus. How can you have a... Am I talking to people here? You go to a church and there are 40,000, 50,000 people there. And you don't have the phone number of that man of God. If you are, you are in trouble from a demon, you cannot call him. You are, but you are his son. But demons, <laughs> they are busy taking revenge on you. 
and then make his sense here. Check your connection. Check your connection to your God first. To Jesus. And if you want to mention Paul, check your connection to people. Even in this church, I know these young men, when they make money, they go and make parties. Do you know that woman of God? When they have money, they, they, they go and celebrate. They've got a group where they celebrate money. But when they are broke, they want to celebrate their brokenness in church. Men of God, help me. When you are having money, when you are having that party, did you invite me to also celebrate your money? Never. But now, because you are broke, you want me to help you. Never, I will not help you. How can I help you? Amen to the people here.
and after they withdraw, you not see them. If someone dies in the church, they, they will not contribute even a cent. But when they had problems, you contributed to those people. I'm talking about vagabonds. Am I talking to people here? A vagabond. Am I talking to people here? They vacillate when they've got problems. They want. They 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 will they will, they, will, they will announce it so 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 emotional that you will feel so pity for them. Recently, I saw someone. That person was in a problem. But when I track right now from the times whereby the lockdown was released, now we are in July. That person, we are just like bumping into each other, bumping into each other. And now we've got a problem. Now you, you want the church. You were taught so wrong about the church. But the church, you know, you know, you those same people they must help you. The pity. And I Check your what? Your roots. Do not be someone without roots. Do not be someone without roots. And the, 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 the interesting thing is that you know, vagabonds, they, they, they are connected somewhere. But when they want to help, they want it somewhere else. They want it somewhere else. And I talk to people here. I was talking to someone in this church that, you know what? We were giving people money in this church. And that person was so hurt. We're giving people money. I said, yes, give people money. Then that person was so hurt. And I said, you know what? Well, now we don't see you. Even on tight, we don't see you. On partnership, we don't see you. So how can we help you when we are helping other people in the church? In this church, if you if you, if you are having a prop a business in this church, and then you had a problem of capital, and you looked around for money, you couldn't find it. The reason why is because you, you don't tithe in this church. After lockdown, you buy buy lockdown. Can I win a business? Which is a capital area to join. Now we are join. I will tithe. You don't tithe in the church. If you ask the tithers, all the tithers here, they 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 got financial help in this church to deal with their with their problems. So if you look at now, which one that we match on is, it's because I will tithe. Because my tithe in church, I know we are getting 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 better and need to get better and to get better and to get better and to get better. So, the reason why you cannot come for help, you know, not only we got our tithe. So, you just don't get better. See, you are bad. See, like, by issue, you need to just go home and go home and go bad. See, like, go. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? Where do you where do you submit? Because where you submit, if you, if you need help, that's where you must get that help. Where is your money submitting? If you need help, that's where you must get that help. If we multiply how much you must pay in tithe in a year, if you are earning two thousand, you must pay how much in a year? It's one thousand two hundred rand. people here. 
and then you are in a problem, you need 5,000. So, is your 1,200 a lot of money when we compare to the kind of money that you are supposed to receive in the form of help? It's not. But the reason why you cannot get it is because you have never shown where you submitted. Because if we give you the money, you run away from the church. Like now, those people we try to help right now, they are not here in the service. Not here. Of course, the, the, the track record that they are telling us. We know that the border is closed, they cannot run away, so we are not worried. <laughs> but we are not only the track record, we cannot help you. Is it making sense? It's making sense. When you leave this place, I want you to check and I want you to correct where you stand. For me, Martin Siziva, I believe that this segment has been a blessing to you. We are free to share this message and spread the kingdom of God. This episode has been brought to you, courtesy of Royal Kingdom Embassy. We are located in three centers in Paris, Free States, South Africa, as well as in two centers in Cape Town, Somerset West, as well as Guguletu. Join us every Sunday for worship. For inquiries, please call plus 277-2866-330. Alternatively, you can email prophet.martins1 at gmail.com. Be empowered to experience kingdom life.